And now, it's time for Steamy Potential. A podcast about great ideas for terrible TV shows. It's your hosts, Nick and Daniel! It's for. And that call, as you know, means it's another episode of Steamy Potential. Welcome, friends, one and all. The mating call. The mating call of Nick and Dan. Uh, welcome to... Steamy Potential, where we discuss terrible ideas for wonderful TV shows. We're trying to get to 100 TV shows. Uh, mm. I think we've come up with about, uh, what's this, episode 14, Dan? Is this episode 14? I wouldn't disagree with that. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's why we get along so that what well, that, that pits us at you hold your well tongue. over 30. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold your mouth. Uh, are we counting the, the end closer? Um, ideas they they will all yeah yeah all past I count the buffalo. Them. it's all I, going I think, in right I think so you know I think the the ones that we come up with the fly there are some TV shows out there that mm-hmm. uh, have exactly the same amount of thought put into them I totally agree you know uh, um, well I I just saw a bit of a show called The Prince which is did you yeah it's an animated TV show about the royal family uh, and it's made I think by some of the guys that do Family Guy uh-huh. um, tell me more. I just think that... Uh, Not too much. I think they were like in a room and this is what mm. happened. If my imagination is that they were like, hey, wouldn't it be funny to like do like a cartoon about like the British royal family? You know, about that little mm-hmm. prince kid. And um, yeah, I guess. And they're just like, they're kind of like vulgar and, you know, that. And they're like, great. Well, you, well you're entitled to your own opinion, Nick. <laughs> let's, Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Let's make a cartoon about that. And we'll just mm-hmm. make the same scene again and again and again in slightly different yeah. ways. It's basically yeah. S- Stewie Griffin <laughs> fucking as this kid. And uh, yeah. yeah, let's have the queen just like pull out a gun and shoot people every now and then. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. like, fine. Like, sometimes those things are like good to laugh about between friends. But I just don't know that that warrants an actual television show. And with that said, it is a, uh, yeah. It's a divisive show. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give that to you. And um, we did briefly mention it before before we jumped on the record. And I quickly looked up on Google. It's a perfect split: five stars and one stars, fifty fifty. Right. Hundreds of reviews coming in on one side, hundreds on the other side. And maybe that's maybe it's a kind of interesting social experiment of of some TV shows. Just there's no right answer. Some have a perfect cocktail of characters and jokes that just really gets some people real horny and mm. it just works and for other people for example you nick conway mm, that's me uh-huh it uh is a dreadful bore yeah i mean and that cocktail is just full of sugary non-nutritional shit mm-hmm. and that's fine you know for those mm. people that want to drink that yeah yeah it does take all sorts to make this big old world go around doesn't it it does and that's <laughs> that's part of the beauty of it. Um, I t- to me, yeah, to me the problem is, well, I haven't seen it all, and I want to give it the benefit of the doubt, and and that kind of falls into the that's nice of you. the thank you very much falls into the um, the basket with a lot of other shows <laughs> that we discuss, and I've also received 
um, a few critiques throughout the week from some of my less favorite friends that are um, pulling us up on not thoroughly watching shows or giving them short shrift when we don't know the full story about them. Um, I'm thinking of Schitt's Creek. I'm thinking of other character comedies. Um, you know, I'm also thinking of, for example, The Office, um, Parks and Rec. Basically, any show that builds a momentum around a set of characters that maybe you can't get the full story from by just watching the occasional episode. And I reject that entirely. I think as a show writer, you need to completely grab me with one episode. I mean, it's again, it's the Chuck phenomenon where you have to be able to come halfway through season three and I have to be enthralled. And if I'm not enthralled, then you're not doing your job properly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we get a little critique about mm-hmm. uh, how quickly we... We we jump on what I like to call the hate wagon on TV yes. shows that we've barely we seen. We paint it with lead-based paint, this one. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, cook our brains. And I, mm. yeah, I, yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, that's classic, uh, that's classic uh, shock DJ, right? Shock jock. Yeah. Oh, but at least our, our divisive discussions aren't like, like some with politics and like mm-hmm. inciting ours, racial ours violence. half seen television programs. <laughs> yeah. and, and we get real angry about them real quick. That's right. And we try and cite <laughs> uprisings against these television shows. Yeah. You know, we're, not, we're, we're basically uh, the television version of your Alex Jones uh, in America mm-hmm. or your Alan Jones in Australia. And we've discussed yep. that before, but... They are two people. One is Australian, one is American, and they basically have the same name, and they also basically do the same thing. In, <laughs> and I don't think they'll know it. they know each other, but Alex Jones and Alan Jones both kind of yeah, that's a weird coincidence. Incite a lot of like <laughs> anger and racism and <laughs> yeah, perpetuate and as conspiracies do we. as do we. But but for television programs, that's right. Like no one will forget. The um, the huge Cronulla riots that we incited recently um, because we suggested everyone go out and break things because the final season of Thirty Rock wasn't that great and that's they could have done a better. power that only we have. Um, so, but I don't apologize. With that said, oh, okay. it seems like yeah, yeah, I don't apologize. No good. No, no, sir. I'll only ever apologize to you, Nick. Thanks, and I to you as well. And and to be honest with you, I mean that uprising uh, that we're trying to ha- create. I don't know that 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 we're getting the uprising. It just seems we're getting more backlash. <laughs> yeah, it feels more backlashy, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels less sh- uprisingy <laughs> and more backlashy. It seems like our avid listeners are um... <laughs> <laughs> revolting against us. Yeah, that's right. They're revolting. Look, if you have Finally a problem agree with on. a TV show that you've enjoyed that we've bashed, right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Shit's Creek. Then please. Uh, Write to us and try and explain your shitty taste to us, mm. and yep. we'll we'll discuss it. We'll take it on board. We'll take it on board. Shitty taste is the perfect um, kind of <laughs> nom de plume for these people, <laughs> which is not to say it's bad taste. It just means you're someone that likes shit's creek. That's right, and that's fine. <laughs> and we can clump you, clump you successfully and non-judgmentally into what we call the shits list, the shit listeners. <laughs> and our shit fans. Our shit fans. <laughs> you know, shit fans. Oh, you're that's a shit fan. You got shit taste. Oh, you got, you got a little shitty taste. And that's fine because it's a funny pun from the TV show Shits Creek, mm. which I have never seen, nor will I ever. 
But I, just give me a break. And I've seen two, two and a half episodes, mm-hmm. and I hated it all. <laughs> it was delicious. Shit. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Emmy award-winning shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good. I'm glad we've alienated um, the rest of our listenership. Oh, and in many ways, probably united them. Yeah, that's good. So, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unite in anger against us. But do do keep listening because I think we have, (laughs) you know, I think we've got things to say. Please, please keep listening. It... um it's all because of you. You know, we couldn't have done this without you. Um, do we make our own shit flow? I think it's time. We've got a big episode oh, for you today, good. ladies and gentlemen. With three we? wonderful TV show that. ideas, three pilots to, to discuss, bringing mm-hmm. something new to the table. Every single episode, television ideas out the wazoo. Someone give us a job. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, did that just slip out? <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we kick it off with episode number one? Yes. Um, you're is gesturing it, is it me? wildly at me about whether it's me or you. I think it's. Mm. I think it might be me. But if you want it, you want to take that hot potato. I mean, I, I got two ready. So. Oh, okay. Good. Um, do you have yeah. two ready? Let's as make well? a sandwich. Uh, yeah, but. Um, I tell you what. I tell you what. I'll tell you. I've got a reality TV show and a kids show. Uh huh. What do you got? Um. I've got a sitcom and a um, Bollywood TV show. Ah, oh, all good things. Okay, let's you you do your two. You do you do you. Uh, I'll start off with the um, take me. Let's start with the reality television show. Great, <clears throat> do me natural animals. Mm. In this reality television series, we team up naturopaths to save sick animals' lives. Each mm. week, our teams of two will compete against others to save the life of an animal that has no owner, slash no one can afford to save. Unqualified, but with unbridled enthusiasm, our naturopaths will use a wide range of vitamins to save their sick animals. Whoever's animal dies first is eliminated. (laughs) Because they won't be able to do it. A winner will be awarded based on which survive or if they manage to upsell their vitamins to their sick animal. Occasionally, animals will need surgery to survive. And if this is the case, our naturopaths are going to have to glove up and do what they know best. <laughs> and they know very little. Dogs, cats, fish, they're all going to die. But how quickly? Mm-hmm. The winner at the end of our season is awarded their own range of medicine, inverted commas, which will be endorsed by a mystery daytime television personality or obese ex-footballer to be revealed in this <laughs> natural animals. Mm, very good. So animal death forms a big component of this this television show, which is kind of, you know, sort of popularizing and, and riding this momentum of, of lots of animals dying. Can we fashion a reality where maybe the animals were just going to die anyway, right? I mean, this is like the. I mean, uh, they will eventually. I guess all, all things. I guess. Well, shit. We all come die, to past. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, I guess. <laughs> we've, I guess we've spent our lives doing this, so that's good. I mean, I yeah. think the thing is, you're going to be really rooting for the naturopaths to save these animals. Mm. Um, but then, obviously, you're going to be a little frustrated because these naturopaths are full of crap. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So, okay, again to reiterate, these animals are going to die anyway. Yep. They were on the slab. Any of them that get saved, you know, miraculously by these impotent chemicals, um, that's just a plus. That's a win. I mean, they are we slamming didn't expect it. turmeric don't take it for down the fucking yeah. throat. <laughs> Yeah. Of this canary, These, this <laughs> canary is not built to eat no this much turmeric. No. All right. You know, maybe I should pivot a bit, and rather than okay. like sick animals who are going to die, maybe they're just like, mm-hmm. okay, this dog has like hip problems, and these naturopaths, yeah, okay. instead of like having to like save them to live, it's like they just have like a fortnight or a week or whatever to try and like heal their mm. ailment before they're they're carted off to an actual veterinarian. Yeah, and. I guess to be fair, that I mean, there's still this ticking clock thing of, of some of them. I guess will be actually pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and like the hope is, I guess for the viewer. Well, okay. Can I just understand a naturopath? They're the ones that just do herbs and spices, right? That's their whole shtick. Naturally occurring natural like medicines and non-invasive bees. promotes like self-healing. You know, it's like yeah. Like really expensive. This is not homeopathy, right? That's homeopathy. Like tiny bits of wa- water with little bits of stuff in it, right? I'm, I, th- it's homeopathy and naturopathy are, I reckon, very closely related. In so much that naturopaths use homeopathic medicine, okay, as well as naturopathic medicine. All right, didn't realize I was getting a degree in it, but this is it's getting complicated. But I, I guess at the end of the day, they have, they're not allowed to use real potent medicines, right? So they can't, you can't have a naturopath that's like, oh, this dog's got arthritis. We know how to cure that. We just use some steroid or something. They're not allowed to do that. They can't cheat. They have to use extract of ginseng or something, right? They're constrained, heavily constrained by what they can use. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, they, yeah, so it's, it's, it is a, it's a pseudoscience. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and often the the medications are very very expensive. Yeah, right. They're very expensive, so, <laughs> and they're like fun because there's there's like what they call is it's like pr- practitioner. I get I get it's like practitioner based vitamins, which are like vitamins mm-hmm. that are like more potent that are behind that more potent than like your like everyday Blackmore stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this stuff is strong in so much that like, if maybe you had some kind of like autoimmune problem and you have to avoid having too much of say like vitamin A, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, then you'd be like, I oh, look, you should it's like really concentrate the amount of vitamin A in this. So it's probably going to do damage to your body, hmm. but I don't know how, yeah. What good. <laughs> yeah. It could so just it, the more vitamins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, there's a difference between... Yeah, like at some point, you're just going to have to take the medicine. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, can't, yeah. You can't cure everything with vitamins. No, That's no. Good for, maybe it's a... Um, what's the word? It's a, like a protective thing, but it's not going to It's not going to cure it. Sure, it might boost your Im- immune system and stuff. But I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm one for a healthy diet. <laughs> like, I, like yes. nothing you can't... Like, you get... You get but just eat a banana, <laughs> is, is my, my personal right. philosophy when it yeah. comes to vitamins. I mean, I've, look, I... And we could we could get dive, uh, we could divert into this. I mm-hmm. think that like you know I, I watched a, an insight, which is a episode of uh, it's like a television show in Australia where they kind of get uh, a wide range of different experts and a panel of people, and they they and uh, like a whole audience of of, of, of 
um, experts and they discuss like a particular issue and they did one on vitamins and mm-hmm. some of the doctors I've like and I've they do some big like issues you know they they do like deep uh, dive deep into things like you know racism and you know they discuss issues like death and like or even you know big you know like a uh, suicide and it's so, but I've never stuff. seen people so heated over like like really these vitamin companies just so angry at like blackmores for like basically these cancer patients that have like no other option you know they're terminal mm. and they're like fucking just soaking soaking up their like invoice for, yeah. by yeah. selling them fucking you know like cranberry and chromium and <laughs> all these like essentially vitamins that have no uh no like widely proven efficacy to help any right. of the problems it's, that <laughs> it's a bell it's a bell gibson it's a real bell you, gibson it's a got yourself a bell gibson. gibson yeah 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 um you know anything any... and maybe for context there like listeners that do you mind saying that you you worked at a um a pharmacy I did. for a while there yeah i worked at a pharmacy for 5 years so you i mean you have a um you got a you got skin in the game here. Yeah, yeah. You've seen your fair share of, of of Bell Gibson's come and go. I've seen people blow lots and lots and lots of money on <laughs> mm. on vitamins that yeah. may or may not have any actual <laughs> impact on Yeah. You saw a lot of deaths, unnecessary deaths, <laughs> and you could have saved them. Not unlike this show with animals. It's I um, think it's you I could th- have intervened. I think yeah, it can be. Anyway, so perhaps I I, I don't want to <laughs> Obviously, this show, I mean, we've gone from bashing TV shows to bashing naturopaths, but yeah, you got an axe to grind here, and that's yeah. important. And that's so part of the fun, though. It's gonna it's gonna get people angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're gonna get a lot of people anger, hate like hate watching this show and being like, oh, just give that dog the medicine because it know, is a it's a <laughs> sick dog. Just give it regular medicine. And you just keep pumping it with ginger. Well, like, what if I mean, and if I yes, I could stop giving it. Stop giving it vitamin B. Needs just <laughs> echinacea is not going to fix its flu. Um, I think, yeah. and you know, we could even pivot to like, uh, yeah, you, like you know, have people who have like mm. non-life threatening problems, but like the common cold, and just give naturopaths like full access yeah. to try and heal them, and just get them to prove, show me, show it, show us all. Yeah. That would be great. Show us Big your secret. Competition, watching Unless these you're afraid. naturopaths trying to, um, yeah. To heal people, yeah, that's my reality show. What it's I, a r- really good idea. Yeah, um, are you worried that you're not going to be able to find naturopaths that want their whole shit blown up? Because I feel like part of the reason naturopathy works is that it's so opaque; you can't see through, you know, the smoke and mirrors. It's all like it's kind of like. Um, so I I took some hypnosis. Um, sessions in the last couple of months did i tell you about this um no maybe not um and at the risk of of blowing up anyone's spotlight i won't go into too many details but other than that i so i took some i was hypnotized or i took some hypnotherapy because i bite my nails and i wanted to see if i could stop biting my nails by getting hypnotized and i went to like three sessions of hypnosis and i did stop biting my nails for a little bit i want i am loath to say that it was because of the hypnosis. I think it was because I myself did a bunch of other shit that was more effective, um, like bought little fidget things to play with and put, you know, 
um, stuff on my nails so that I, they tasted bad and all this extra stuff. But basically, I wasn't hypnotized. Um, and at the end of the day, like the hypnotherapist kind of blamed me and said, well, if, you, if you're not hypnotized, then it's because you didn't want to be hypnotized. What? And <laughs> that's, that's a fun way to do any kind of therapy or medicine. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that a naturopath would also pull that kind of shit, which is like, well, you didn't get well. It's not because of me. It's because your body didn't absorb the medicine hey, that if, I gave to it. If you've, gone, <laughs> if you've gone to the trouble of doing a six-month online degree and printed out your certificate, <laughs> well, then Substantially I, less than that, I think. <laughs> if you've done your overnight course, like I, yeah, yeah. I, I, you, like, and this is, like, I've, I've, you know, I worked with a lot of naturopaths and they're lovely mm-hmm. people and they're, you know, genuine often to me mm-hmm. in, in their will mm-hmm. to like help people. And then like, I think the, the problem is the bloody vitamin companies, not necessarily the people that they've been like, you know, like these people think that yeah. they are like, you know, they are excited. They do believe in it much like anyone believes in anything in a cult. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think, I think they'll be like fucking just, just going for it. Just going for yeah. it. And like I said, unbridled enthusiasm. Like I don't think anything's going <laughs> to fucking no. knock them back. They won't be able to fix yeah. Lassie's hip though. No, 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 no. And no. that'll be, yeah, as you say, Lassie's fault. Cause this dog just doesn't <laughs> want it to work. Yeah, Exactly. It's the dog didn't believe in the medicine. And so there's no helping it. I guess we'll just, it's a lost cause. I love that. It's like, yeah, uh, you want to stop biting your nails. The hypnosis is like, well, clearly you aren't ready. <laughs> yeah, you secretly mustn't want to stop biting. <laughs> yeah. No, I promise I actually do. <laughs> but you still do. Which is, I can't argue with the logic, which is like, I do want to stop biting my nails. And yet I do bite them. I don't know what to tell you. I mustn't actually want to stop biting them. So I don't know what to say. I mean, um, you've done a lot of conscious things. You've bought mm-hmm. the stuff I've to stop biting. You bought fidget sitters and you paid for hypnosis. Yeah. And they're like, nah, you don't want it. Yes. I guess he didn't want it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Oh, this is your it's always fault. works yeah. with people that want it. 100% of the time it works with people that want it. You know, the only time you don't hear someone give that excuse when it comes to like healing is conventional medicine. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. I can sue a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it works. <laughs> doctor, uh, this didn't work and it's your fault. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's objectively your fault. It's like, uh, um, guess we didn't... better get pretty good at medicine. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hypnosis didn't work. Yeah. I can't sue you though mm. because... Because <laughs> it's my fault. Um, I love Western medicine. Can the hypnosis... Uh, the what do you what do you call some of the hypnotist? Uh, can they? Um, I, I guess in this case it was a hypnotherapist. Oh hypno- no, I, maybe she didn't do the the full therapy thing. Let's just say hypnotist. <laughs> she ended the full six months, just a three min three month abridged course. Maybe exactly. the she only got certified to be called a hypno person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hypno, hypno coach. Worker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and maybe uh, yeah, maybe they could the hypno worker sue you. Yeah, good point for, for like tarnishing the reputation. By extension of not wanting it hard enough. Yeah. I have a perfect record until you and all those other people that didn't want it hard enough. <laughs> and I sue them too. Just <laughs> warning you. If way. you don't believe in <laughs> hypnotherapy, then if you're not you're... cured, you get sued. That's pretty uh pretty good incentive. <laughs> so do you want it? 
Um, so this is... Wait, so what's the prize at the end of this bad boy? You get your own range of... You get your own vitamin right, range. Yeah. <laughs> you end up like on the front of a pills packet. Yeah, endorsed by a daytime television personality. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is really good. Can we get... I mean, celebrity animals would be great if we could get like... Because <laughs> people care about celebrities, right? And I do think that's where we're headed. There, there have been some popular vet TV shows before. So I think you're in the right realm. I don't think this is a total roll of the dice, whether this is going to be popular or not. People like seeing, certainly in Australia, I could recall there have been a few good um, vet reality shows. And I feel like a big part of that is, um, I guess animals do die in those shows, actually, but not too many. I think you can only have maybe one per episode and the rest are pretty easy, easy jobs. Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking of that. Is it Simpsons or Family Guy? They throw the, (laughs) this is the out of spot of my job. (laughs) The the hamster or whatever through the the basketball (laughs) ring. (laughs) Into the the, the waste bin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Powerful stuff. (laughs) Um. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, you know, I like the pivot to just, like, these sick animals and, like, I can see people, you know, like, ones that aren't going to die, but you're just trying to, like, fix mm. a problem. Like, oh, this dog has gum disease. Uh, yeah. We need to fix this. And the natural Crippling gum disease. Trying to give it, trying to upsell the <laughs> owner of this dog <laughs> on fucking magnesium to help its cramps. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe, then maybe everyone the at home is like, it. just. Give the just give the dog the <laughs> give, fucking everyone knows, the I can Google what's the right medicine for gum disease. <laughs> <laughs> like that, and it's like it's killing me. And then like at the end of the week, obviously the dog's problems are still there. And then it's like yeah. they gave Rex the a real vet gave Rex this. Its tartar problems went away immediately. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just a scathing critique of naturopathy and. <laughs> <laughs> and the final like two minutes is just a montage of one vet just curing like this this firing squad's worth of of animals just one after the other. Um, and but maybe like part of the argument is when animals get sick and you don't treat it, they can die. And I guess a lot of them do die. And maybe you just. <laughs> so I'm thinking like the existing TV shows, that, like the classic vet reality shows they're gonna they probably film 10 times more than they use right they probably film a bunch of sick dogs and then only show the ones that make good stories like feel good stories and then the rest they don't show because they're a bit morbid maybe this Mm -hmm. you show everything you film but once it starts getting too sad you just stop filming and so like an episode typically has 20 pets in it and, and then as the episode goes on, and these are like hour-long episodes, as it goes on, some of the pets just start dropping off from the show and you never have to describe what happened to those pets. And you're like, ah, oh, what about those 10 dogs that you introduced <laughs> earlier on in the show? Like, no, nah, that, uh, that's fine. Nah. And then maybe you just have a, cr- a credit sequence of like in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of black and white photos of these animals. <laughs> And how they died, and it all says. (laughs) Doesn't normally say how they died. (laughs) (laughs) At the hands of naturopaths. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I just also, I just like to side, side um, homeopathy, I Mm. think, is it's like, uh, whilst um, often you, there's, like, they do use homeopathic treatments, and homeopathy is just a very specific um, kind of treatment, which 
I think it's so. It's like super diluted, watered down stuff, right? Isn't yeah, that kind of the idea. Yeah, it's a dilution substance, and often you use. Um, yeah, you like you shake the product and then mm. remove the original product inside of it, so that it's in the water. So, so it has the memory of the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Go- ghost, ghost based, ghost based, not ghost based killing, but ghost based curing. And it's yeah, it had a bit of a revival apparently, and not to not to, not to really sink it, but um, it kind of died in, you know, for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the last school in the U.S. exclusively teaching homeopathy closed in the 20s. Then it died. Mm-hmm. And then the 20th century, it was um, uh, uh, kind of came back, revived, because <clears throat> the Nazi regime in Germany were <laughs> fond of homeopathy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just something that you I'm are, not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So by the transitive property, all naturopaths are Nazis. <laughs> That's just what well, it they've says got the here. memory. If you shake it in water hard enough, then <laughs> every homeopathic substance has the memory of a Nazi in it. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess that kind of makes sense. Again, I mean, maybe it's not good fodder for a, a comedy podcast, but I guess in so I'm seeing it was developed in the late 1700s in Germany. Um, I guess this is you know way back when Germany was strong. I'm going to throw out the name. Weimar Republic. I don't really know what that means, but I know that it has some meaning. And I guess when World War II rolled around, they wanted a return to their power. And I guess that meant like digging up all the oldie, olden goldies, right? You know, eagles, not the band, but the beautiful crested animal, um, you know, like uh, uh, Wagner and Nietzsche and just breaking out all these these big boys, and I guess homeopathy was one of those popular things from German heights of power. Yeah, that they broke out again. Well, they were. So I um, guess that fits a fits a trend. Certainly on the forefront of yeah of kind of that medicine and vitamins and all that was kind of very mm. much in the German wheelhouse. Um, mm. I think fascinating. The uh, and is it like the industry itself is worth a lot of money. I've got like mm. 2014 650 million euro market. <laughs> Like, Shit. Yeah, three billion in the US. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's considering insane. how cheap it is. Yeah, to well. sell water. But I think so. I think the important thing about this is with the animals is homeopathy, yeah. naturopathy. Uh, a big mm-hmm. part of it is that there's a placebo effect, right? You know, right. A big part yeah. of it is like as you said with hypnosis. If mm-hmm. you don't want to believe it, yeah. whereas with you've got to cure yourself. Animals. Yeah, animals have placebo. Interesting. Can they have a placebo effect? Absolutely not. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They're no. not being like they. They don't. Do you think they're aware that it's like ah, oh, this is the healing place. This is the medicine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. To them, it's just a bad place. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like oh, I'm cold. just gonna do a bit of this. And, you know. So I think, um, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they could. But a part of placebo is. I mean, placebo kind of has a mystical quality to it. I'm still, I don't really understand. Well, no one understands, I guess, how the placebo effect works. But I guess it kind of transitions from the owner of the pet. I mean, if the owner of the pet believes that the pet is going to be cured, maybe the owner then starts to treat the pet like they're being cured. Oh, I see. And then the then the pet starts to sort of inherit the placebo effect from the owner, maybe. Kind of like I don't know. Maybe there's a system there. I mean, there is. There is certainly like I feel like you know you see a dog that is with like an older person. 
then that mm-hmm. dog yeah. tends to like act a little <laughs> bit ready older. To die. Yeah, well, just yeah. you know, it's a bit more sub- often subdued because like, don't, whereas you know, when a dog's around kids, it's a lot sillier and you know. It's, mm. Yeah, good point. So there is, but yeah. So I mean, I, with that said, I think you know if the dog's got sore hips and it's yeah. fucking getting tinctures, and think that, and it doesn't know what it's getting. I think its hips no. are going to get better, or it's not going to be about like, yeah, my hips feel good. Nah, the dog's just going to mm. still be wincing when it walks. Yeah, no. um, gonna be a lot of pain in this television program. Yeah, and that's fine. Pain sells, I guess. Right, we've, we've I think this is going to last a long time. Yeah, we, well, yeah, we've we've given this maybe its fair share. I, I think this is a this is a winning formula, and I think like with these other vet reality TV shows, I think this is going to play forever. It's going to be a middle of the day thing, like on a school day. But I'm fine with that. People will love it. Natural Older animals love it. Can naturopaths heal the ailments of animals? Mm. I think we already know the answer, but we won't truly know until. No. Uh, Someone buys this. Very nice. Should we take a break? I think so. We'll be back after this word from our sponsor at Neutralife Vitamins. <laughs> Loss of appetite, bloating, nausea, vomiting, abdominal cramps, abdominal pain, diarrhea, bloody stools, pus in the stools, general feeling of unwell or just a feeling of... Eh? Or why not try vitamins? They've got the goodness of food, but without that pesky feeling of being full. So come on down and grab a whole bunch of vitamins. I tell you what, they won't not kill you. Vitamins. Yum, yum. And Welcome back to Steamy Potential. Um, the best named podcast around town i you know, I, mm-hmm. I hate to harp on and how much people hate harp away harp away uh, yeah i've got a few friends who are listening to our podcast now mm-hmm. and they're like yeah. why is it called steamy potential it is the Great. worst name i have ever heard they're like <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense and mm-hmm. like like i hate it <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah yeah it's, it's actually impressive right that a, a name can inspire hate <laughs> like normally that it's the kind of hate that's usually reserved for you know someone who's committed a piece of terrorism or something and i've i haven't seen some of my friends eyes light up with hate this way until i mentioned the name steamy potential and something deep inside of them something sort of prime mortal comes out and they're like why why do you do this i think and i think part of it's like frustration because they're like mm. you know i mean they're our friends so they want us to like do well hopefully and they're like, you know, yeah. great. Like Nick and Dan doing a podcast together. That's really fun. Sure. Uh, why do you tie why? your <laughs> legs together? <laughs> why, why are you, you trying to <laughs> fucking screw up? <laughs> Just run the race. It doesn't have to be a three-legged race. It doesn't have to be a sack race artificially. <laughs> Just run Don't it like a normal person. <laughs> Just call it something regular and people might <laughs> listen to it. Steamy potential means yeah. nothing. You yeah. idiot. A lot of hate from people that are meant to love us. Yeah. Um, Shall we do a show? Yeah, let's do it. Show us what you got. Okay. This is called Gina. Spell it. And G-I-N-A. Great. And episode one starts like this. Everyone asks me, where do you get your pap schmears done? If you want the very best, I tell them. If you really want the very best, a gentle touch, good listener, warm hands, and spectacular. 
spectacular speculums. You gotta go to Genus. So begins the opening episode of Genus. Gina is the city's best gynecologist. Hands down. Hands way down. She's handled the cream of the crop for 20 years. Politicians, celebrities, Nobel Prize winners. She's got a lot of character and a lot of spunk, but she likes to fly low. Then one day she ends up on the front page of the city's style magazine, and she's outed as the puss manga of the rich and famous. Her appointments blow up, and she's forced to bring on another doctor to help with the workload. She quickly interviews a few fresh uh, graduates and settles on the one with the best recommendations, Emily. Unfortunately, even though she's brilliant, Emily is ice cold, blunt, and completely humorless. For example, Gina calls her clinic a gynecologist, which Emily just doesn't get. She also doesn't get along with Gina's receptionist, a clueless musical theatre uh, hopeful called Dupree. He also can't wrap his head around Gina's pun either, and usually answers the phone with, This is the gynecology clinic! A joke that is repeated a couple of times every episode. <laughs> so that's the basic description. Gina is uh, filmed on set with a three-camera setup. It's got a laugh track. Um, it's kind of half Becca, if you remember Becca. Mm-hmm. Half, yes. half nip-tuck. Great. Uh, the nip-tuck part is due to the numerous gratuitous vagina operation scenes. Now, the show has regular cameos of celebrities who sign waivers requiring them to show their vaginas, regardless of whether they're male or female. And did I mention that this show presupposes that everyone has vaginas? That's (laughs) right. Plenty of men come into Gina's for checkups, and we use stunt pusses for those cases. These scenes of extreme nudity are filmed separately from the sitcom soundstage, of course. Of course. Uh, the Australian Classification Board is required to come up with a new warning label for these scenes, which they classify as scenes of extreme inside nudity, um, because we do show inside the vagina an awful lot in Gina's <laughs> light-hearted <laughs> sitcom. <laughs> An awful lot. <laughs> it's awfully a lot that you see kind of inside the body. I guess... <clears throat> Great, go on. I'm done. Great. Oh, I'm done. Um, I'd like to start off by saying, love it. Fabulous. Thank you. Fabulous Thank you. idea. Um, obviously, obviously, you've got to love a lot of nudity. I'm not married to of, everything. Uh, <laughs> very close, <laughs> as you said, vaginal and, I guess, penis with a, a prosthetic vagina put on in, t- in front of it, of actual mm-hmm, celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like... And that's great. That's the kind of bold thinking that we need to go for in this modern world that's the to thing. remain edgy. I think we need to normalize um, genitals. Seeing, yeah, genitals. I mean, for so, especially like female genitals. I mean, for so many years, our our TV screens have just been filled with, um, you know, vasectomy operations. Oh, we can't get enough of them. We love to see them. We love to see how they happen. But enough. now we need to normalize the kind of the feminine side of this. And especially celebrities, politicians, you know, real humans from the real world who come on, do cameos. Um, you know, they pretend to be someone else, kind of like like Friends, you know, or, or Becca. I mean, these these shows from the '90s had like celebrities from movies and 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 you know reality situations that come on, play a character. Everyone knows who they actually are, though. You know, they're kind of in on the joke. Same here. You have a celebrity come on. Um, they do show their vagina because they have to you know, by the contract, uh, they just have to show it. And that's fine. Everyone loves that. And then they do their joke. They, you 
know, Gina does a catchphrase and then everyone goes about their way. Yeah. That's the format. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a winning formula and one that mm. I think will persevere. If anything, just to see some some celebrity genitals, and and, and I think it's good. Yeah. I think we'll get over that, and then uh, you mm. know people will get used to that, and it won't be such mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, although yeah. I think, like the you know, just to keep it tasteful, mm. to keep it tasty, um, <laughs> may I suggest, like, why not let's let's black and white all the genital shots at first. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like black and yeah. white. Like take all that color out. Uh, yeah. And then, just as each episode goes by, slowly mm-hmm. return the color. <laughs> yeah, it becomes like each sepia episode, tone. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes kind of uh, posterized. Or maybe you kind of do a Schindler's List thing, where it's always black and white, but with like one little girl in red. Little, just the top the of corner. the clit. Just a little Yeah, pink. just the clit is always in red. Just slowly. Kind of very classy. Very classy, bring it back, and then like keep pushing it, like ultra saturated, mm-hmm. colorful, <laughs> so yeah. bright, kind of psychedelic, psychedelic yeah. <laughs> genitals <laughs> of celebrity. Yeah. I think that would be um, a good way to, you know, the people that are gonna be like, I don't like that's that's too crude. It's like no, it's tasteful, black and white, and then we normalize it slowly. And you know, I think do the same. Like, why not? Start start that uh start those genital shots at 180p. They're pixelated and slowly really pixelated. increase like a Japanese porn. Yeah, yeah exactly. like Japanese porn. You can't see what's going on, and slowly no, no, we increase the the <laughs> resolution to it yeah. in 8k. Yeah, until someone's yelling in hands <laughs> <Till it's> at <laughs> at the show till it's uh, 3d and yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a nice way to do it is just to, to break people in. And I mean, it's going to obviously gonna split the audience. You'll have people like, I mean, well, everyone will love the show. Yes. I believe. Yes. But some people will be like, you know, it'll be a classic dinner party conversation of like, how do you feel about the vagina scenes? And half are going to hate it. And half are going to be like, oh, I only watch it for the, like I tune out the comedy because um, I just really like, uh, you know, <laughs> vulva correction or labioplasty or whatever. I'm just really into that. Wait, is that what's, is that, is she a gynecologist or is she a, a plastic I'm not really surgeon? sure what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's a little bit of, she's a bit of a jack of all trades. Because cause, cause labioplasty is like a very sure, that, controversial, a, uh, you it's know, it's an like, aesthetic Thing, you, yeah, you know, like you, well, you shouldn't need to have to make your genitals look picturesque. I, I like to think it's 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 genital positivity. I like to think it's like we're normalizing genitals. It's like here's a whole bunch of genitals, and yeah. we'll see that they're all a little bit different. And mm-hmm. these are celebrity genitals, so you know these are these are high profile genitals, and yeah. um, you know they're a little different. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I you take know? it back. I don't think. Sh- yeah, I I, I think as my head's in nip tuck world. Ah. Where where you know the the story there was was plastic surgery, but I think you're right. I think we want to. Um, I think she just does a bunch of checkups. She just like you know, there's not always something wrong. It's not she has to always solve some like cure some crippling you know vaginal illness or anything. I think that that's that's going to get a bit more. But I think it's just fun. I think it's just she gets in there. She makes a bunch of jokes. She's just really warm and upbeat. I mean, um, she can, yeah, um, we're going to see a bunch of just regular looking vaginas. And yeah, is our actor uh, who plays Gina is is mm-hmm. she going to be a, an actual gyna? 
Gynecologist? Um, no, I think it should be an actor. I, okay. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's still. It's a fictional. It's Becca. Right. It's Becca. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's Becca with vagina. It's Ted Danson with a wig on. Yeah. Just poking exactly. around in it's, the yes, in the vagina of Ted other Danson. celebrities. And uh, is yeah. is and but there. Okay. So he's just. So he's just. Yeah. I think it's just classic, <laughs> not like late eighties, early nineties sitcom style. Great, yeah. Uh, with a with a heap of gratuitous nudity that really pushes the envelope of what we're allowed to show on television. And yeah. I think you're right. I think there's going to be like post. We'll we'll look back and think, wow, that's first season. That was a shock, and that took a bit of getting used to. But now we don't even talk about it. What is there to talk about? You know, now every TV show has a bunch of vaginas in it. Yeah, it's it's like Game of Thrones, it's but for inside views of speculum enabled vaginal checkups and it, it might promote uh <laughs> vaginal health i think you might be doing uh, a sure service to um well the world mm. i don't yeah, want to so. i don't want to overstep but i think you'll be a pioneer and a hero um i think i already trailblazer even, even just having this conversation i think we're both heroes <laughs> <laughs> what this show is is about and has always been about mm, yes it's teaching yes it's about education and it's about learning i think now, i'm in the best place <laughs> <laughs> to sit here and as we pitch this show yeah. about a celebrity gynecologist from here where we have this kind of bird's eye view of society yeah mm. <laughs> in our mm. i don't want to say tower yeah. but it's a no. building that's tall <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a high rise. Yeah, again, not tower. No, that's tower the right, right seem word for right. it. Maybe like a spire. Mm, yes, mm. on our spire above everyone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. What? Um, yeah, who's? Yeah, who's? Who's um, the actress for this? Who's going to be our, our, our gynecologist? That's the question. Who's that's on everybody's lips. Actually, actually, maybe that's that. Maybe that's the tagline. She she's the name on everybody's lips. Oh, that's great. Do you do you get it? I don't. Can you explain it? No, no. I'm saying that that's also part of the tagline. Do you get it? Do you <laughs> do, do you get it? And you was capitalized, like everyone else gets it. And it's like, like, oh, shit, I, I don't get it. It's the name. I need on, to watch this show. It's she's the it's the name on everyone's lips. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah exactly. New new paragraph. <laughs> You, like kind of new scene. Do you get it? Do you get it? Thank Good. Um, uh, yeah. Who could be? Who, who could be a gynecologist? Uh, when would it have to be? Would it have to be someone? Do you want a young or old? Like, are we going for like a Meryl Streep or um or get a wow, Glenn Close? Streep. Or Glenn Close we, is good. Glenn Close. Or are you going to go for someone who's like kind of a young gun, like a, you know, like a, oh, what's her name? Zoe Deschanel. Um. Damn, I would like. Yeah, well, so I think the dynamic of the show of the um, dare I say character comedy, but I won't say character comedy because every one of these episodes is going to be a banger and does and it has no overarching plot or character development. Just everyone is a home run. Uh, I do think the act. I think you're going to have an older actress, and uh, sorry, I shouldn't say actress, but an older actor and a younger actor, and they the. I think that's part of the the appeal of the show. I think like you have this. Young up and comer. I think it's kind of a suits. Yep. But for gynecologist, one is like super charming. The older one is like you know uh, has been around, seen every kind. Um, 
you know, loves her job, has never done anything else, and is just a wizard of the puss. And then the younger one is like all theory. She knows how to do everything um, by the book, but maybe she's never, never seen one. Maybe she's never like she's got a really um, unhealthy relationship with her own vagina. Maybe. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Okay. And then, so over the course of the, I don't want to say season because there's no overarching character development at all. But <laughs> over the course of every standalone episode, the older gynecologist has to keep reteaching her how to get acquainted with her <laughs> vagina. Yeah. Great. That's good. That's good. Could mm-hmm. um, I just think it with I mean maybe it could be like a spin-off and you could have Gina Linetti from Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty good. Uh, but she's yeah, young. I like that. She's young, so you wouldn't have. Oh, your, she's uh, the young one. Yeah, she's kind of you know she's not she's not. Can she play old? No. Well, yeah, maybe we could set it fifty years after her. She's gone back to med school. She mm. left the police academy as a as a receptionist for. Mm-hmm. And now she's gone to med school, and it's been thirty years, and she's I checking out works. Kanye's vagina. Yeah, it might also it might also fit the timeline in as much as this show might actually take thirty years for society to be ready for it. Um, so if we can just line her up now and be like in twenty fifty, um, you're contractually obliged to come back and make this pretty offensive gynecologist. <laughs> sitcom that is a kind of a like a show from the 80s which as of now is 60 years ago <laughs> it's kind of confusing but just just to get the same character just to have the same character name <laughs> it's very convoluted maybe but it's right but it is right because i mean it will be 80s so it's a very sexist uh can't laugh to show but mm-hmm. also about a gynecologist and there's a lot of celebrities who could do it as nudity in it. I mean, maybe to get these celebrities on board as well, maybe you could like film it and then put it in like a, a time capsule. Mm. And then we release this, you know, a hundred years from now when we're all dead. So we don't have to deal with... So we don't have to look our families in the eye when we explain what TV show we've made and why there are so many of these operations. Um have we done a show with Whoopi Goldberg yet? I think we we've, I think we've thrown Whoopi Goldberg around the the, okay. uh, the 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 shop floor. We haven't talked. To, we've definitely talked about her, but Whoopi Goldberg. I think her vibe, yeah, could be a fun vibe. Like excited, upbeat. Yeah, just like getting her. She just gets in there. Yeah, like she's not shy up to her up to her sort of elbows. And yeah, just yeah, she's gonna work hard. Has a lot of fun with it. Like a vet million miles an hour, kind of a cow. Robin Williams. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Full of beans. Full of beans. You know? um, and you need that. You need like this is this thing really like hinges on. Well, it hinges on two things. One, there's going to be a bunch of celebrity genitals in it. But also yeah, that's a big strong. Draw. That's going to be a big draw card for a lot of people. Mm. But also just the strong character comedy and the personality oozing from our lead. And Whoopi Goldberg has that ability. Yeah. 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 She's got um, star power out the wazoo. And I did hear you say character comedy just then, and I have to reiterate, this is not a character comedy. This is totally standalone, purely just written jokes. All she does is read the jokes. Oh, okay, um, sorry. No, no sorry, characters of development, uh, and we don't um, put any sort of weight in the characters. Okay. Um, but she but would be a very good actress, yeah. And so, so, okay, yeah, great. So she great. becomes extra famous, and now she's busy, but there is no development. Absolutely not. So and Gina's... Gina, <laughs> Gina's like second in charge that she hires doesn't learn anything doesn't change doesn't get warmer 
Just always. Well, over the course of one episode, yes. Yeah. Other than your But not from episode to episode. Yeah. The only, I mean, you do explain, they do a kind of a nanny intro. So the opening song is the explanation Uh. of how the setup is. And we just jump in straight in, (laughs) straight in (laughs) the middle of it. The first episode, actually, maybe now that I think about it, doesn't explain how she hires Emily. It's just like, you know. Down flushing queens, one of those fucking scenes. Explain it like that. Done. Now we come in. That's every episode the same. The gyno, <laughs> the fanny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> um. Good. And yeah. Okay. So, you just have, mm-hmm. so people tune on that television. New show. Not sure what it's about. They have this opening, yeah. and then smash cut. First Smash cut. Vagina. <laughs> yeah. Vagina <laughs> speculum. <laughs> Smash cut is a horrible way to describe a scene that opens with a vagina. Uh, but yes, exactly. Every every episode opens that way. Different right. vagina. And like the audience, like it'll be so close up shot. and it's black and white. And they'll be like, wait, what are we looking at? Yeah. And it'll be very... A kind of aerial scene. <laughs> nope. That's puss. But slow zoom out yeah. and slow zoom out, and there's Susan Sarandon reclining, <laughs> playing a character, but it's clearly Susan. Oh, uh, so it's, these celebrities are playing other celebrities. Exactly, They're playing fictional yeah. celebrities. Yeah, it's very nineties. That sounds like it. Yeah, celebrities playing fictional celebrities. Yeah. So um, once and, again, uh, th- because oh, that's the only way of their contract to get out of the fact that you are showing Susan Sarandon's vagina, but it's not like porn or anything. She's not revealing herself because she's playing a character. And it's black and white. Let's be very clear about that. And it's, and it's beautifully black and white. There's like uh, orchestral music always playing in the background. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's always and bittersweet jazz symphony. over the top of <laughs> the classical. It's classical and jazz at the same time. Yeah, they're playing the Verve's bittersweet symphony every time. <laughs> every time. And it's like... Yeah, 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 and it's it's exciting because you think the AFL Grand Final is about to start, but but it's it never does. It never does. It's just always a it's just always a pap schmear. <clears throat> Opens up. Where do you get your pap schmears done? If you want the very <laughs> best, I always tell them if you really want the best. A gentle touch, good listener, warm hands, and a spectacular speculums. You gotta go to Gina's vagina. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. It's a bit of, yeah, great. Um, look, this is once again it's ahead of its time. Uh, but you've got um, who do we decide is in it? We got uh, Whoopi Goldberg and who is the young guy? And Zoe Deschanel. I guess it's Zoe Deschanel. Zoe yeah. Deschanel and Whoopi Goldberg teaming up mm-hmm. a whole bunch of celebrities, genitals. Uh, it's and who who plays the uh, the dim witted musical theater Dupree receptionist Dupree. Um, well, now I can only think of you, me, and Dupree, and I want to make it Owen Wilson, but he's probably a bit old now. Um, who's a young Owen Wilson? Is there such a thing? A young Owen Wilson? Hmm. I'm going to Google young Owen Wilson. <laughs> I'm going to do and the I same. I think I'm just going to get, I think I'm just going to get photos <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, obviously young... just going to get a bunch of photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about like Tom Hiddleston? Oh, Yeah. He's also maybe getting a little bit old, but he he could play twenty. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> good. Um, I like uh, Chris Hemsworth. He was pretty good in um, in uh, 
Ghostbusters, the like the remake. It's pretty good reception. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone like someone hot, like a like a Hemsworth. Second, fucking just sexy as all shit, and just kind of yeah. shit though. Young and dumb and full of full of it, just full of it. Feelings. Yeah, young. The thing is, again, I just don't know young people, and I think that's a scathing indictment of us as people who are ostensibly writing ideas for TV shows. Is I don't know any young actors. I think is why I you can't get too angry at us because. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is I think Selena Gomez is the youngest person I know, but she's probably older than me. If I'm really being honest, she'd be close. Oh, Selena Gomez. No, no, she's twenty nine. She's, she's like a year younger than us. But yeah, I kind of thought of her as like a like really young, but she's our age. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shows I know sh- fucking shit all. Ariana Grande. She like forty now. She's younger than. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> let's get. <laughs> let's get Justin let's Bieber. Deep in dive. There. On He's the guy. We'll get Justin Bieber. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bieber. Of course, it's Bieber. It's Bieber. Uh, get film all his scenes in like a week. Yeah, f- f- you don't even his, like seven seasons worth of scenes in a week. Yeah, he doesn't even and need then to know just kind of filmed. No, no, no. Just edit in. All the the other characters around him. Perfect. Very nice. Great. Are well, we uh, mate, I love it. Um, I think uh, if we put in a time capsule and fucking open it in a hundred years, mm-hmm. I'll give it. I think you're gonna run out of vaginas and pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But let's just say there's like good, like before you know you start kind of you want those A grade celebrities. As soon as you slip to B grade, I think interest is gonna lose. So I think you can get eighty good episodes. Um, and if they're seasons are uh, twenty episodes long, I can give you a good four mm-hmm. seasons. All right, I'll take it. Thank you. I'll take it. I yeah. I I actually yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's probably only got a season in it because of the you know the backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, all these celebrities signed up to have their genitals filmed, or maybe they didn't, mm. and that's <laughs> and that's what we went and it wrong. It's really challenging. <laughs> yeah. We've just tricked them into thinking that this is an actual gynecologist, but Whippy Goldberg <laughs> has just got some really good <laughs> prosthetics on. We've illegally filmed the genitals of celebrities. It's just and also a horrific <laughs> crisis in Hollywood that all of these. Scenes are shown on television. <laughs> How did it get through the senses? Whoopi Goldberg keeps turning and winking at the cameras like a big <laughs> funny joke. <laughs> dear, dear. All right, we better take a short break and we'll be back with our mm. third uh, third TV show idea. We'll be, stay with us, please. Do you have reason, morality, consciousness, self-consciousness? Are you part of a culture or have established some kind of social hierarchy? Or perhaps you just breathe? Well, then you just might be a person and therefore qualify to have vitamins. Two things are certain. You need to eat and you need vitamins and minerals. But the two might be mutually exclusive. We can't know. But what we do know is that you can buy vitamins. Yum. Welcome back to Steamy Potential. Thanks there for we our sponsors. Are, yes, thank you sponsors, or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. We are um, bearing down on that famous hour um, limit that we have artificially constrained ourselves to obey. So we're going to have a bite-sized pitch this time from, from Nick. What do you got I for sh- us? 
As you know, sometimes we like to do a super mashup where we take two ideas, two IPs, and but we're not going to do that this this round because we've been doing that a lot recently. And so, yeah, um, we'll just go through this one maybe a little bit faster. All right, yeah. this third pitch is a kids show. It's called mm-hmm. Play University. Tagline: Entertainment for kids and adults. In this kids television program, our hosts Gordon Ramsay and Lil Wayne. Discuss other hosts if we have to. Mm-hmm. We'll entertain children in a similar fashion to play school. Mr. Ramsey and Mr. Wayne will have at their disposal a full armory of children's entertainment activities storybooks, craft materials, puppets, building blocks. Mr. Ramsey and Mr. Wayne will also have actual children live in the studio. For one hour, our hosts will entertain your kids as they watch from their living rooms, equally occupied as the children that Mr. Ramsey and Small Wayne are battling to keep entertained mm-hmm. in the studio. An absolute wild card. Each parents will each week parents will drop off kids at the studio, feeding them before they go on screen. Uh, what could only be described as high octane <laughs> sugar hit, real clean okay. energy, as well as ensuring that these kids are blown right through nap time. Mr. Ramsey and Mr. Wayne will mm-hmm. battle to keep these overtired, over energized kids in check. Paired this show with our betting app. Parents will be able to bet on anything in the TV show from if will they succeed wrangling the child in order, what color Play-Doh will they use to Mr. Ramsey, will Mr. Ramsey uh, work out that Mr. Wayne is a host and not one of the kids that he has to look after? (laughs) Will our hosts prevail? Will Mr. Ramsey snap and smack a kid on live television? It's Mm. all on the line at Play University. Uh, now, I couldn't help but notice that you did keep referring to him as Mr. Wayne. Is that because you think his first name is Lil <laughs> and his last name is Wayne? It's, cause I, it's partly that and partly I was mm-hmm. too lazy to just type in to Google Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. Into yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin my... Uh, I don't blame you. Your search my, is like, yeah. My search, yeah, I don't want to get advertised to Lil Wayne. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that He's Wayne past. isn't even yeah. his name. It's... Dwayne. Oh. He's passed. Oh. No, he's still alive. It's okay. Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. So it's Mr. Carter. Huh. Little to be fair, little little Dwayne is more of a mouthful. So I can't totally um begrudge him just tweaking his own name to fit the word little, which we know has to be at the front of his name. That came first. And then his sort of retconning of his own name had to happen afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good pair up. So good. So, is there kind of a good cop, bad cop dynamic here where Gordon is obviously um, a temper, like a sort of a raucous tantrum waiting to happen, and Little Wayne is like the trying to settle everything down? Or are they both rough? No, I think like, I mean, I know very little about Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. I know very little about Little Wayne. And I know a bit about Gordon Ramsay and so much that I've seen, like, you know, bits and pieces of him, like, yelling at chefs. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I know he did have a kid's show for a little while where he, like, was teaching Nick, you don't have to explain to how much you know about Gordon Ramsay. I know that you know the same about him as I do, which is, we've seen snippets. Yeah. Which is I've, the same as we know about anything. anything <laughs> snippets. I've, yeah. I've Wikipedia him. And I do, yeah. I've seen the ads for, like, when he had the, the kid's the kids' chef school. So oh, yeah. I am aware that people have been like, let's put this guy in a room full of kids, see how that mm. goes. But I'm also aware that, you know, there would be a lot of like production going, I want to, I just want to like really 
Like, let that, let off the leash. Just give him kids. Chuck him in a mm. room full of cameras and a bunch of stuff. And like, you know, he's, the, these guys have to present to the to the, the homes. Like, oh, we're gonna read a book now. But these fucking yep. kids are tired. They're sugared up. Uh, Gordon Ram- yeah. Ramsay and like I don't, and Gordon Ramsay and Lil Wayne have never met, <laughs> and Good. they don't know each other. And I don't know anything Good. about Lil Wayne. Uh, like I know little mm-hmm. about Gordon Ramsay. I know absolutely nothing about Lil Wayne, other than I've mm-hmm. seen him on a video for a Paris Hilton ad uh, okay, song. Yeah. I've seen oh him yeah, rap. No, yeah, he's rapped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's rapped on. That's probably about the extent of my knowledge. But I just think it was a while ago. And <laughs> based on nothing, I was like, yeah, Lil Wayne, yeah. Let's get him in there. Yeah. It feels right. Yeah. It just feels like they are just not in any way similar. And I, I think. D- I do think they should have to like meet on air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the first episode involves their meeting while they're also trying to entertain the kids, but they're also trying to like make small talk and get to know each other. Yeah. On trying air. And it's kind of awkward. Uh, they're trying to work out how to like, yeah, how to work with each other. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> they're trying to navigate. They're trying to figure. Maybe that. Probably Lil Wayne knows who Gordon is. I guess Gordon, maybe they ha- they know of each other, but I think it would be quite fun to watch them sort of introduce themselves and try and figure out where the other one is sort of coming from or where they know the other one from and why they've been assembled in this place for this purpose. Because kind of like the movie Saw, I want to believe that there is a there is a reason <laughs> those two were picked, and they have the show is about them trying to figure out what that reason. What was. that why they've been locked in? This. <laughs> they were given a lot of money and drugs yeah. and dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I mean, both of, like both of them have children. I don't let Lil Wayne's name oh. fool you. Lil Wayne's a forty year old man. He's got like four mm-hmm. kids, uh, mm-hmm. and Gordon Ramsay's got a few as well. So you know. They're, um, you know, they're not... But, and maybe this is prejudice, but neither of them really strike me as, as dads that invested a huge amount of time um, raising their kids. Maybe oh. that's really off the mark. I, I, I mean, I, I can't comment. And both of them have five kids. So both of them have Holy got shit. a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or zero attention paid to any of them, but they got that's a lot right. of them. They got five kids, they assume. A lot of burners, Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they know how to ignore a kid. Correction: They got four. Uh, Lil Wayne's got four. Gordon's got five. They got a lot, okay. still. That's it's still a lot. Like that's a lot of kids. So they yeah. should know. They should have a little bit of knowledge. I mean, they might have t- totally different parenting styles, or as you say, hmm. no parenting style, just absence. Maybe. Uh, yeah. But in this room, there's nowhere to go. Right. And okay, the first couple episodes probably will be them ignoring the kids as they try to get to know each other, and they just like keep sneaking up to the corner, just trying to like have a chat or jump on, like do a bit of online banking or whatever. And the kids yeah. just keep pulling the computer off the table, and they're just yelling and yelling. I and eventually, they figure out they have to entertain these kids. There's nowhere to hide in this room. No, they're like, I just need to like go somewhere for a bit. But like they just kind of have to stand in a corner, and there are just cameras <laughs> on them. Like there's nowhere to hide. They're gonna look after these kids for an hour, and yeah. meanwhile, they've also got to entertain, you know, the, the children at home. You know, they go like, "Oh, we're gonna read a book," and the kids get to watch the book. We're into a little puppet show. Oh, we're gonna like, yeah. you know, make something out of macaroni and paint and do finger paintings or whatever. We gotta. That's kind of nice. You know, we're gonna go through the the square circle round window. The arch window you know wait you know they they, they got to still run the show as well mm. there is a gambling component to it and that is you've got an app there's a gambling app you can 
bet on whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Get the parents involved. That's the secret to any successful kids programming is that, yeah, you get the parents involved yeah. somehow. And uh, kids love to play with crafts and adults love to gamble. Yeah, they sure do. I would be interested in this. I Is the gambling, it'd be kind of fun if the gambling was really real time and dynamic. So you have your app and there's just a whole wall of um, computery geeky people in the room with the kids. And they're all like, each one watches one of the kids. And you're basically able to bet on anything that that kid is doing. So you're like, pick pick your favorite kid. And like two of the kids start, you know, arguing and wrestling over a little stuffed dinosaur or whatever. And so one of the guys is quickly like, quick throw to the app. Who's going to win yeah, this? Little, yeah. Who's going to beat out to get this puff, like this puff dinosaur? And you can quickly bet on it or not. Like, okay, quick stick a, stick a G on this, on um, Billy for the yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. And I mean, it's over within 10 seconds or whatever, but. That's oh, all this is going to bankrupt a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is going to foster a lot of hate towards some yeah, of those yeah. kids. Some of the we're going to. Yeah. I guess you have to also put odds. There's going to be yeah. There's going to be a yeah, exactly. There's going to be they're going to size up the kids. They come in. They're like right, okay. Like how strong is this kid? Um, yeah, little buff yeah, boys. Little buff boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly a little buff boys. It's too much shit on me. <laughs> what a- what a crop. <laughs> what a crop. Still <laughs> uh, <laughs> much shit on me. Still much shit on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a complicated show. It's a complicated pitch. Because at the end of the day, you've also, you're also watching all the kids, gambling all the kids. The kids, I guess, are watching Gordon and Lil and trying to, I guess, be calm and entertained. And I like the idea that the kids in the show are just sugared out and wild, oh, just wet absolutely. and wild, a real hot mess. Maybe to, to the point of like, maybe they film an episode and then that's the burner episode. Then they film the second episode of the day and that's the real one that they're going to broadcast. And by this point, like everyone's run out of energy <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. Another an hour of this. Here we go, <laughs> and that's the one that's that the gets broadcast. And it's and just exhausted. Everyone's Gordon sweaty. Ramsey, and exhausted <laughs> yeah. Lil Wayne have to handle fucking kids who just had a sh- fucking <laughs> hit of round sugar. two, <laughs> and yeah, they're just trying to fucking keep it together. It's yeah. play university. <sighs> it sounds exhausting. Yeah, about it, but. All right, for the huge gambling component, I'm on yeah. board. Uh, that's where the money's at. That's where the money's at. Yeah. Just trying to bring television into the, uh, new, the new dimension. Yeah, well, that's the thing, especially because you could broadcast this on like YouTube Kids yeah. or whatever. G- get on, I mean, it's basically one long It's just going to become a sport. It's I basically going to become a sport. Yeah. yeah. Like parents can yeah, sign right. up their kids and, yeah, you know. Yeah. They do like live Vegas screenings of it. Yeah, it's huge. Massive. Like, Thousands of Chinese businessmen, like in Beijing, congregate around for this daily oh, viewing of Play absolutely. University. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it's broadcast. It's broadcast twice a day. Once at yeah. fucking <laughs> exactly. four the same when kid the kids are napping, and then once at like ten p.m. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for the fucking party animals. Yeah. Mm. All right, that my friend Great. is uh, Play University. Play University, Natural Animals, and Gina. Three more home runs. I hope you enjoyed yes. them. I know I did. Thank you. Mm. Uh, there's, we've had some pretty, uh, some would say, offensive uh, TV show ideas. This one, we had one where 
we kind of bash naturopaths mm -hmm. and <laughs> have sick animals. We've got one which is just a lot it. of the vaginas of celebrities. And then finally, we're mm -hmm. just taking a bunch of kids and adding gambling into the mix. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's tricky. It's, it's tricky waters to paddle in. Um, but that's, I think, why we do it. I mean, we, we're, like, we're coming up to like 45 episodes uh, TV show ideas at this point. So, you know, we're going to get a few dodgy ones, like a, yeah, a few sinister ideas thrown in the mix. I think dodgy is yeah. the right word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 45. Sinister is also right. Yeah, these are mean-spirited, cruel ideas that really wouldn't pass muster at any mainstream broadcasting no, no, company. No. That's why we need to crowdfund them with you, our loyal listeners. Uh, once again, if you, if you do know anyone that you think would enjoy this podcast, please spread the word, tell a friend. Um, and uh, yeah, until next week. Miss you. Miss you. Jehovah's want your time, and ISIS wants your head. The Jews want your